You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 120 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. My name is Veronica, and I'm here with our executive director in Melbourne South and podcast. Well, I don't know, co-pilot. I'm going to call you today because you've got the co-pilot, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Yeah, just trying to look after the audio here for you guys today, and. Um... I've got some people at home, so um, yeah, so we don't get the background noise. But uh, hi, V, great to be on with you again, and uh, hello to everyone today. There's going to be another great podcast, uh, local again, another local Melbourne member, and once again, the call out is for all of our members across Australia. If you've had a one-to-one with someone and something has stood out about their story or impressed you, if it's planning, bragging or complaining and you feel like there's a great message for other members, please send us a direct message through our Facebook page. We love to have members from all over the country. And you never know, Brent, there might be someone from overseas who's listened via BNI Connect who also might feel like they'd like to be on the Australian Story podcast. We well, it is the Australian. It is the Australian Story podcast for Australian members, V. But I, your call out, I've actually answered a few people recently on the on the social media uh, from yeah, your call out. Yeah, that's great because I, I know that a lot of members, um, you know, they, they'd love to be on the podcast, but they often feel like they don't have a good story. So often it's through a one to one, like today's gift, that the other member will say, "That's a great story. We, we'd love to, you know, you should share that." So don't minimise yourself. Everyone's got a great journey and a different journey and something to share. So please let us know because we would love to be uh, the people who share it. I'll pass over to you, Brent, and uh, introduce our guest today. Yeah, we've got a lot coming up in the next few weeks too. So a lot of submissions we're getting through, getting people into. But uh, that doesn't take away from our special guest today. And we both know our guest today because she's one of our local uh, members on the Mornington Peninsula here as well in Victoria. Patricia Zura uh, from Property Consulting Australia, and she's the uh, property investment consultant for BNI Mount Eliza Ascend. So, welcome, Patricia, to BNI the Australian Story podcast. Thank you so much, Brent and V, for having me. And uh, yeah, it's an honour to be on the Australian Story. So, I know how long you've been a member, but can you tell our listeners how long you've been a member of BNI? Yes, I think officially three years. Pre-COVID, uh, when we weren't officially a chapter, I was invited along for a coffee and I had no idea what was going to uh, come of it and met some awesome people and uh, started with the original crew for b and when uh, we were unofficially a chapter. And uh, I think we started just before COVID. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Yeah, I, uh, from memory, because I was involved in starting that chapter, it was 2019. We uh, late two thousand and nineteen. We um we got it going, and uh, it was yeah not long after we got the uh, chapter launched, the world changed and we all went online. So uh, the first few months of that, but um, but tell us about that journey and that experience with the uh, with the startup group because um you know not all startup groups are successful in getting going and 
you know, don't kid ourselves. It is hard work to uh, to get one going. Uh, Veronica and I both start chapters all the time, and we know that. So, what was your experience in that? Yeah, look, it was. Um, we had instant, you know, instant connection with you know a few of the members, especially you know um, myself as a property consultant, the mortgage broker at the time, and the accountant and the financial planner. Like we share such amazing synergy and same core values and philosophy and, you know, client process and really supporting the clients and helping them feel confident and take the courageous steps to invest in property and set themselves up right. So it's that whole financial team. So even before we were we were an official chapter, we were supporting each other with referrals and one client would come in and we'd all, all benefit. Well, the client would benefit because they would get all of our service and specialty. Um, I'm not a financial planner, but, you know, property is such a core, you know, element of growing wealth. So to be able to, you know, and I was actively referring to the financial planner, he was referring to me. And yeah, there was this beautiful synergy between the four of us. So before we were an official chapter, there was a lot of business passed and a lot of happy clients having that support. So you coming along to a startup chapter, you saw those people in the in that room and you could see those synergies already in what's really developed for you into a power team. Absolutely. And and that power team, you know, through COVID, I remember going, who's going to buy an investment property in a pandemic? And it it was a really interesting time for a lot of small business. And as a startup, it was really important to have that community and to have that regular check-in and meeting on the Wednesday morning, you know, on Zoom. Luckily, we have the technology to support, but it was that real community sense that, yeah, this is tough and we're all going through it. And we have, you know, we had amazing or have uh, an amazing leadership coach in the team. And I took on her services as well. So, you know, an area I hadn't explored before. And just to have the support and the direction, you know, personally and professionally, really to get through that COVID stage, uh, as well as, you know, all the core members. And it went from being, oh, you know, B&I, coffee, you know, build my business, make more money, which is why we all joined, to, wow, I'm making a real impact on people's lives, you know, through investing in property, you know, having the clarity to really know what they're looking for and the courage to, um, you know, take those steps to to build wealth for their future. So that nice balance of getting really clear on how I can help clients through the coaching of the leadership coach and then having the, the amazing members in the team to all give value to the client. So, yeah, it was quite amazing. And we, you know, for, for a pandemic, we doubled our business in the first year of being a BNI member. And then we went on to double it again. And I still use the services of of uh, our leadership coach, Kerry Bradshaw. And yeah, it's amazing. Just going from strength to strength and, and really getting that value for the clients as, as well. Right. So you're you're actually you within B and I, you've doubled your business every year, uh, the business you're getting through B and I. I have, yeah. We um, you know, it was always a, it was a slow start because obviously investing in property, it's it's quite a strategy. You know, we we meet with people, we we build on their strategy for, you know, what their goals are and what they want to achieve, you know, where they are now, where they want to be financially. A lot of people think investing in property is a is is for the wealthy, but it's actually a tool to become wealthy. And most of our investors are mum and dad, you know, regular mum and dad, have a mortgage, working hard. 
and they want to reduce their mortgage and, and do more for their future, more than super. So it's really about having a diverse portfolio with property and good super and things working towards that, you know, financial freedom in the uh, for, for their for their goals. And um, we're really able to achieve that by creating a, a clear strategy for these mum and dad investors, giving them the the clarity and the confidence to to make good decisions because we provide so much support through the process. And then having the courage to um, to invest in property and, you know, a lot of people want to invest in property. There's a lot of talk and there's a lot of dabbling, but fear holds a lot of people back from investing in property and we're able to give them the courage by supporting them through the process and holding their hand and making it really easy for them. One of the things I'm noticing with what Patricia is saying, that she's got a real process in her uh, in her in her journey with a client and we have that in BNI too, Brent. When, when a new member comes into uh, the room, they see that meeting for the first time, they actually don't understand that whole journey, which is exactly what you were just saying now, Patricia. We, BNI holds your hand all the way through. It mm-hmm. takes you and your business and it helps you alleviate the fear by putting the support network around you, gives you all of these resources, helps you to define and specify your goals, work out what your ideal clients are, and helps you create this pathway toward them and then helps and shows you ways to service them and bring more value to them. And I think that people often think coming into B&I is it's, it's just, a, just an audience and you can throw a business card at them. It's actually not. There is a whole journey planned out for you to support you and your business. So a question for you is when you came into B&I, what is the biggest thing that you've taken away from the B&I system that's enhanced your business? Yeah, that community, that sense of community that, um, you know, it really comes down to the core values, you know, that givers gain philosophy. You know, when I'm giving to the financial planner and the accountant and the mortgage broker um, and you're really helping other people thrive and grow, you when you give, you just it just comes back, you know, tenfold into your own business. And I think that that building relationships and givers gain philosophy, like those core values really come into play. And when you taught those, it's it makes sense, but there's just so much support. It's easy to support local business because you know that if you're supporting them, they're in a position to go out into the community and spend more money and it's just what goes around comes around and it's it's everyone wins. Yeah, great. Yeah, and a few apologies. We've had a little bit of audio drop out there, but uh, I think everyone got the, we got the most of the uh, most of the uh, the the com, uh, the gist of uh, what you were saying there, Patricia. I just want to double back a little bit to um, your chapter starting, you know, launching right on the pandemic. I um, I don't know if you knew, but I was launching another chapter at the same time, and uh, they pulled the pin. They didn't. They didn't want to. They didn't want to go online, and um, and you're talking about how your uh, how your businesses are supported, and that's something I'm really proud of. B and I, we saved a lot of businesses during that time, uh, and a lot of businesses actually grew their market share during that time as well by that continual meeting and and the online meetings. Uh, that we we're doing through uh, through through you know the online meetings during the pandemic, and uh, I was only it's funny you say this because I was only explaining this to a startup group. We've just about got up in the same area again. It's taken this long to get them back 
like to get enough people together to sort of to start it up in this uh, in this particular area um, of what actually happened. And I, I really think it was for those people who in the, in the original group, they all, um, <clears throat> you know, all got scared of the unknown. They've lost, you know, a lot of them went out of business. Like I've actually gone back to follow out and found out a lot of them went out of business. We could have saved their business and their livelihoods if they didn't, if they didn't pull out, if they stuck with us. So um, how the um, BNI Ascend uh, group has actually, you know, got, gone from strength to strength uh, through that with the relationships and the businesses in there is is really pleasing because, um, and that's, you know, I'm really proud how many businesses we actually saved and how many livelihoods we saved during that period because we had something for them to go through and something for them to leverage some opportunities that weren't out there in other places. Yeah, it's so true. And not only save them, but allowing them to thrive. Like we went from my sister and I are directors of Property Consulting Australia. We went from, you know, pandemic, who who's going to buy property to putting on a full-time acquisitions manager to help us source the right quality stock, then an executive assistant. And now we have a full-time operations manager. And now we've just opened an office in Sydney with the sales consultant up there. So not only did wow. we survive the pandemic, we've grown the team, we've, you know, doubled in business. So I think it goes a lot, you know, more beyond um, saving businesses. We really thrived. And those connections I still have. I know a lot of you know, our weekly meetings now, even we're meeting face to face, the pandemic is not over, but it's behind us. Um, and every week, there's always someone in the group that's saying, this week, I don't need any referrals, I am full book. But if you know someone who needs employment, and that just shows you the quality of business that is transferred into the BNI system, and the amazing results that that you know the ripple effect through the community and how we're not only supporting my family and Claire's family but you know a lot of families now as as PCA grows and and we're helping more people become successful through investing in property there are so many more people that can benefit you know the um and uh, i see you've 90% of your business comes from repeat uh business and referrals now yeah, and our thank you for closed business, um, you know, is is just insane because I think in the first, you know, sort of six to 12 months, there's a lot of relationship building and you're getting to know, you know, who's who and and how it all works. Um, but the relationships that, that create those foundations, that goes on to quality referrals and then you're working with people you know, like and trust. So the referrals that you generate, I had one referral from our financial planner in the group that referral gave me eight other referrals. They've all purchased investment wow. properties. And then wow. those people are now referring their next door neighbours and their friends and their brothers and sisters. So we are, it was about, well, it is 30% of our new business is through BNI, but 90% of our business is repeat and referral. So all those clients from three years ago are buying their second and third and fourth investment property. So they're in a position to grow their wealth and they have that trust there. Um, so the quality, you know, it's not just the amount of clients we're helping, it's the quality of people that we're attracting through the BNI network. 
And then the people that they refer is like our cream clients. So yeah, we've gone from strength to strength, not just with busyness, but quality referrals. And then and then that was obviously come through as 90% repeat and referral, which we're so proud of. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so um, the journey on from now, you're actually president of your chapter at the moment too. So what we see a lot with uh, presence of the chapter because their reputation, their visibility is greater, their reputation gets greater within the group, especially if they're a great president and um, they get more profitability out, out of the chapter. So are you seeing that from having that high profile spot on the leadership team? Yeah, absolutely. I love being the president. I love the vibe in the room. You know, it brings an energy. And um, I was very lucky to to follow in the footsteps. Our first president was was Kerry, and she had so much energy and enthusiasm. And you know, I learned a lot from her. And I've been able to carry through that that vibe. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we've we've done some great things in the chapter. You know, we're still growing. We you know we lose members because they're too busy or they have a change in lifestyle, as every chapter does. But we're the type of people we're attracting into the group. There's just a really good energy and synergy. You know, we're a small chapter, but our thank you for closed business just clicked over last week over a million dollars. So we're really proud of that small chapter. It's it's uh, fantastic. Yeah, I like to see chapters where create an avatar of of what their what their member what a perfect member of their chapter looks like and what qualities do they have as well and and attract people with those qualities and recruit those people with those with those qualities so um they fit immediately into the culture and mm -hmm. uh and then the culture um flows through uh from that as well do, so is the send doing something like that do do they have a, a an avatar a type of uh business they like to a business person they like to recruit yeah, look, we're we're all about, you know, trusted professionals impacting positive change is our philosophy. And yeah, we tend Love to that. attract really, you know, um abundance mindset, generosity, uh, gratitude. And when you combine those attributes into a room, you get a very supportive culture. We have a laugh, we have fun, but we're really serious on the business results. Um, we had our gorgeous um plumber who presented as the feature presenter last week and you usually he... don't hear that those two words, those two words in a sentence. <laughs> beautiful beautiful soul and he shared um you'll have to get him on the on the podcast next he shared with us that you know when he joined bni he was a startup and he had to go on the payment plan and now last week he did thank you for closed business one hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars so that's business over the last few months, but he's put it all in the system and, and it just shows, you know, in, you know, wow. within 12 months going on a payment plan to, to get into the group, but then being able to turn the business around. And, and he was uh, very generous sharing that information. And it's just that hand on heart, the kind of people that are in our chapter, we're all supporting each other. And um, we're celebrating this weekend, which is going to be amazing. We've got our first gala event and you know small business we don't take enough time to stop and celebrate and really take those moments and you know we're really grateful pca has had you know back-to-back -back record years the last three years thanks to bni and the amazing people i've met through bni and uh we're going to celebrate and it's going to be really exciting and um you know i think it's really important for small business to take that time we get so busy and caught up in 
working and balancing our, our life and doing all the things we need to do. But to be able to stop and recognize how awesome we are and take that time to, you know, have a bit of fun and, uh, yeah, kick up the heels. It's going to be great. Excellent. And I was just thinking I might have to send that plumber an invoice for his renewal while he's got all this money coming in. <laughs> I was actually, uh, just before I came onto the Zoom, I was on a local community board on Facebook and there was this young guy. He said, hi, everyone. I've just taken the plunge. I'm a qualified plumber with five years experience. I'm a young guy and I've just taken the plunge to go out into business on my own. And I sent him a direct message saying, look, there's a great opportunity for you within your local network. Um, do you want to come along and meet the, you know, a group of business owners who can refer work to you? I wish that they could know this when they come into the room because often people walk into a room and they, they think, oh, this is, yeah, this is great, but I just don't have the time to do it. But obviously uh, your plumber has gone in there, said yes to the opportunity, did whatever it took, and he's seen the, the benefits of it. Uh, Fred, you you have seen a lot more than me, but you, you will know what I mean when you someone visits a chapter and everyone's really friendly and nice and mm. you end up attracting more, more really friendly and nice people who are good at what they do and they're professional, but their expectations in their own business might be quite low. So what you get is this beautiful group of supportive people who aren't really doing much thank you for closed business because they've been attracted to that friendly community rather than the opportunity to do business within the friendly community. And when you and I had a one-to-one, -one, Patricia, that was one thing that really stood out for me, that you are embracing the support and the friendliness and the generosity that you have in the room and really working the system and making some good money. And there's the balance. You, you do need people who want to make money because if they're just there for the friendships, you can have a massive chapter with really low thank you for closed business. Yeah, you want to have the right right attitude for sure because it is, you know, I think if people see it as a marketing arm of their business, you know, it does take time, it does take money, it takes investment and the there's nothing better than a, you know, word of mouth referral. Before B and I, we tried lots of different marketing strategies. We were attracting the wrong type of people. Um, we were wasting a lot of time. But now being really clear on the, you know, type of mum and dad investors that we want to attract and, and what their goals are and, and how we can support them and, you know, give them the tools to make really good decisions for their future. It 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 is a marketing arm of the business. It does take time. It does take investment. But the results, you know, we are <laughs> so much um, more profitable and we're, we're attracting the right type of client but it's not necessarily more time. It's it's quality time and quality people. So if it's if it's good marketing, you're not necessarily busier. You just have a better functioning business. So yeah, quality is definitely important when it comes to the right attitude and and really seeing B and I as a, the marketing arm of your business is important. And that's right. and that's a great tip. And I was actually um, going to ask you too. What would be your tip for a member to achieve success within B and I? Oh, that is a really good question. I think being proactive and following the system, you know, it's it's not rocket science, but if you're genuinely interested in helping others achieve success and you're really focused on what they want and what they need to grow and achieve their goals, you know, there's nothing more rewarding than seeing other people achieve their goals. And if you, you know, follow that as a real strategy to be genuinely interested in other people and helping them, it just comes back, 
you know, in so many ways to your own business. Oh, excellent. I love it. And uh, as part of our podcast each week, we give everyone an opportunity to do their weekly presentation to promote their business. So would you like to grace us with yours, Patricia? Oh, thank you. Yes, well, as you've heard throughout the podcast, we are very, very passionate about investing in residential property. We are based on the Mornington Peninsula, but we research Australia-wide to maximise opportunities for people to invest, but also minimise risk. And it's really about giving clients, you know, the clarity to know exactly what they need within what timeframes to achieve their goal, having the confidence through our support systems and our communication, and then having the courage to really take that step, invest for their future wealth and, uh, you know, achieve the amazing results that can be achieved through property. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah, thank you. And a good referral for me is your mum and dad investors. You know, people think, you know, investing is for the wealthy. It's a tool to become wealthy. So a mum and dad investor who want to make their money work for them and, you know, put something in that's going to grow for their future wealth, uh, that is a perfect referral for me. That is awesome. And for those of you who are listening, and we know that you all are, you don't get to, to see what we see, Patricia looks like an absolute celebrity today. She's so beautiful. I said to Brent, oh, we've got the face for radio today, but Patricia, you've taken us to the TV standard. So we might have to throw out some uh, some images. And I think it's a great idea, Brent, that you had before that maybe we'll start throwing out some images so that we can start putting some faces to these stories of our guests that are coming on the on the pro- podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And um it's been great talking today, Patricia. Uh, you are a superstar. We love having you on and love having you in our region. So thank you very much for being with us today on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. And well done to BNI Ascend. Uh, it's great watching you guys thrive as well. Now, Brent, we've had these amazing um, guests on. We still have to catch up on a few podcasts because, like everyone, we're playing catch up as well. What is your tip for the week? Well, this is a bit of a oh, this is a bit of a pet hate um, that I have, and I um, seeing a visitor in a meeting have a bad experience by no one actually connecting with them and talking with them. So um, I think if we're sending along visitors to our chapters, we need to really help them prepare for success first. So I'm going to give you five things to help a visitor. Um, that we should always do to help a visitor have a great experience in our groups because that's key. You know, visitors need to have a great experience. If they're on their own or they're unprepared or they don't know what to do, they're not likely to leave with a really good impression of your group. Not only will they not possibly join the group or apply to join the group, but they probably you probably won't see them again back in B&I and they'll probably give you know talk badly about B&I away from there. So um, firstly... Make sure they have all the details to get to the meeting. What time they're expected, what meeting costs are involved. Uh, if there's an Eventbrite link, uh, make sure they've covered that to cover the meeting costs. Uh, if the meetings, you need directions to get into the venue where the meeting meets in the venue, make sure they've got all that information. Secondly, ensure that they bring enough business cards. Uh, it's very awkward when people come along to a meeting and we you know, because we're passing business cards again, because something tangible we can take. We, hey, hey, have you got any business cards? Oh, no. So ensure that they have enough business cards. So that's a nice reminder. Um, arrive to them. If you've invited the person, get to the meeting before them. 
nothing's worse when your visitor arrives before you and they're standing around, they don't know anyone. Wouldn't it be a lot better if you were there to actually introduce them to people as well? Um, and be ready for their person, be ready to be their personal escort for the open networking session. Take them around the room, introduce them to people, introduce them to people they could possibly do business with as well. Uh, people in their contact sphere, for example. And the last spot is reserve a seat next to them, next to you at the meeting. So after the meeting, you can get their feedback and you can guide them through the meeting and what's going on as well as they go. So following these steps will ensure your visitors enjoy your meeting and feel much more at ease. And uh, the big tip from that is if you see someone by themselves, never leave someone alone in a B&I meeting. Always make sure you, uh, you you go and talk to them and introduce them and be the host. That is fantastic. And I have seen some chapters do this really well. And one thing that uh, I remember is a, an email that was beautifully written. There was a lot of information, but it was large font. It was very easy to read and it had all of the details and the expectations of the visitor experience. The visitor host was CC'd into that email. And uh, I was just thinking too, where it says, please bring business cards, you could put, if you don't have any available, please click this link to see our chapter printer. Oh, beautiful. For you. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, nice. Would you like fries for that moment? That's exactly yeah. right. A little bit of an upside. Yeah. But so I've just got one question for you before we go. Exactly on that, when do you believe the visitor orientation should be done? Some, some chapters are taking them out before the end of the meeting and then some are taking them out at the very end of the meeting. What do you think has the best flow for a visitor? Some venues don't have a choice because they haven't got a separate area. Um, but uh, really it depends on the venue. But if you want a captive audience and you want everyone to be involved and you want to make sure everyone gets a visitor orientation, take them out before the end of the meeting. Okay, so after the VP report, uh, the verbatim statement, yeah, after the invitation, the visitor invite to uh, the visitor section to join and their feedback, yeah. and just before the door prize and an announcements, they don't need to see the door prize and the announcements. Okay, fantastic. That's just been a value-packed uh, podcast. Thank you again to Patricia. That was through a one-to-one -one that we had. So have your one-to-ones, get the stories, tell us about them so we can share the stories. And uh, thank you again for joining us for episode 120 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. Thanks for having me and great to see you both.